It's time to get fired up for an episode of Firing Up Faith and Family, where we encourage you to fan the flame of your faith and the love for your family. Hello and welcome to another episode of Firing Up Faith and Family. Today we are going to talk about love. Uh, so I am Steph, and I'm here with Christine. Say hello there, Christine. Hey, everyone. So we, uh, we of course, every time before we do an episode here, we just have a little chat beforehand, which is kind of one of my favorite parts of doing this podcast. <laughs> Mine um, too. <laughs> we just had a great discussion about love. And actually, one of the things uh, we really noticed, right, was there is so much in the Bible about love. Um, mm-hmm. and, and different ways that that applies to our, our lives. Uh, so we're really focused, of course, just on how, uh, how we're using love within our family and, and anybody else. But really, we, wa- we want to kind of give a little bit of insight on parenting and how you can love your spouse a little better and really just how you can even put that love out just you know, as, as a, as a woman, you can just put that love out to other people. And really that definition of love, because one of the things that I've really uh, noticed when I've been thinking on, on love, and it's not like I've just noticed that, but there is this worldly love. There is this word love that um, gets used uh, almost flippantly. That Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean the same kind of love as how we even love our kids or, love and anyone in our family right so yes we want to do maybe just a little bit of definition on love using scripture of course but saying what this kind of love this love that we should be exhibiting because we have the holy spirit living in us and although this worldly love shows us very different uh different different way to interact with people god's love is like just so on target to not only doing what's best for the other person but actually ends up being what's best for us as well in a few different ways. So I think that'll come out a little bit more as, as we talk, but I'm going to go, we're going to go through a few different scriptures here, bring out a few little points, a little bit of what we talked about before, but we are so open to God just, just putting something new in there just to give you a little inspiration on how you can be, how, how you can show God's love, that agape love. So Christine, mm-hmm. you go with your first little um, point there on, on showing that God's love. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we titled this, this video, love, just do it <laughs> because it does sound easy, but I mean, the world, when we talk about the worldly love, the world tries to, you know, show us that, you know, you give so that you can take. So like it, you do it. So what you can get out of it type of thing and how it makes us feel right. And, and love is just can be mistaken for just that warm, fuzzy feeling. And that's not all that love is. That's just the emotional part of it and what we feel when sometimes but sometimes love is not that warm fuzzy feeling right like sometimes loving is hard and it it's an it's an action that you have to do and sometimes it's an easy thing like giving somebody a hug or a kiss you know those are easy stuff but it's hard to do those things when 
a person is being difficult or maybe you think they don't deserve special treatment, right? So, I mean, we have to kind of separate um, that warm, fuzzy feeling because emotions are not always there. They don't last forever. They, they fade. Emotions fade. You know, when we're even when the other emotions, we're happy, we're sad, we're angry, all those things, they fade, right? As we, as we go about our days. And we have to really understand what and why we're loving those people around us. So how are we, how are we loving? We look to scriptures for that. And one of the popular ones that I had, most people, and you've probably heard uh, very many sermons on is 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Um, and, it, and it gives you a nice long list of what love is. And most people like to start stop at the at the very beginning of where they quote from usually verses four to nine, I think they go up to, but right for this one, I'm gonna focus on verses four to seven. And they say love is um the scripture says love is patient and kind. And so we just focus on that because we expect people to be patient and kind. That's that's the nice part of love. But there's also a responsibility that comes with that. We're, we're not supposed to, it goes on to say love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. And I'm going to add demanding <laughs> onto that list, if I, if I may. And to continue on, it says it does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable. And see, here's where those emotions come into play again. So when we don't get what we think we deserve, we start getting irritable. Well, you're supposed to, and then we want to take it back to the beginning saying, well, you're supposed to be patient and kind. Uh-huh. Putting that on the other person, which exactly you don't think is what we're supposed to do. I've tried That's- that. It's not, it <laughs> hasn't been working for me. Right. And so these are the things that we need to keep in mind. It's we're not supposed to be resentful and, and rejoice when um, they're doing wrong things and, you know, oh, they're going to get their comeuppance. <laughs> that's not that's not being lov- loving towards towards other people. But we rejoice in the truth. And here's where we were talking about loving others to benefit them. We our actions should be to build up one another. So to encourage us to do that, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And that's a heavy, heavy thing to take on because I'll tell you right now, the world does not, does not use this method, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It does not put in the work for this kind of thing because because it means that we're going to have to be vulnerable for one. That's like a and big it, one right there. And being vulnerable is not, it's not really a natural way to be in this world, at least in, yep. in this Western culture anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, that's what it tells us to do, to, to, to do hope in all things, believe in all things. And that means we have to be patient. And and then that's why this thing, this this verse, these verses, I should say, it, it's a circular thing. You can't have one without the other. So you can't pick and choose, okay, well, I'm just not gonna be rude. <laughs> so then I'm loving. 
Um, you know, that's not how it works. You have to be patient. You have to be kind. You have to be polite. <laughs> you know, you have to do all of these things. And that takes work. This takes practice, just like our other characteristics that we're talking about. You got to work on kindness. You got to work on humility. You got to work on forgiveness. And we have to work on love because the world doesn't know what true love is. And we need to focus on what God says love is. And the the perfect example, I mean, we were we were talking about Cain and Abel, right? At, Perfect family sibling uh, example. If you got siblings in the house, <laughs> you know sometimes they love each other and sometimes they don't. <laughs> and we don't want to get to the point where, you know, murder happens, right? Like it, it shouldn't get to that point. No. But see, if the, you know, that's of course the extreme case. But even yes even looking at that and kind of that scripture that it comes from, like really first John, I'm going to just advise mm -hmm. y'all. If, if you want to, if you, if you feel like you really need to meditate on God's love, like read first John, I had a hard time mm. picking a few of them, but <laughs> in, in that thing, we says, we know we have passed from life to death because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death. And every, anyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know mm. that no murderer has eternal life in him. So when yep. you think of that word murderer, so it doesn't have to mean that there was like, like a knife. There was the physical <laughs> actually ending of his brother's life. Right. But I, I kind of picked that up and I don't think that that scripture is saying that that just covers that big, big wrong. I think like uh, almost it's like killing, killing off that relationship yeah. when, when we're not being loving to each other. And yeah. it is and eventually that relationship will be, will be dead. If there's mm -hmm. not love being, um, being granted almost to uh, uh, others, right? If love is not is not being the the focus of that, because you know, as you described so so much, like these emotions that we have mm -hmm. is what ends up kind of blocking us from being able to love in this perfect way. And I almost hesitate to say perfect because we don't need to be perfect. We're not going to do no. things right all the time. We're not going to. I'm going to feel a little irritable. I'm going to feel a little tired. I'm going to, I'm going to have other things on my mind and feel overwhelmed. And I may very well act inappropriately to mm -hmm. my husband or my children mm -hmm. or anybody, but they're just the ones who are always around me. So they get the, they get the, <laughs> they get the best. And they the get the, yeah, they get the full show. <laughs> uh -huh. So I, I, I am accepting of that fact that, Hey, you know, there are times that I'm going to, uh, that I'm going to not, not be perfect, but. God gave us that perfect love. And and actually, if I can always just hang on to his spirit and let that be what I used to speak from, that I that I check with myself every time before I speak or or do things that that others are involved with, right? That that I can almost I, I can guarantee actually that I would always be loving because mm -hmm. that that is that perfect love. But that's okay that that we're not like that. It's okay that we're not perfect, but, but we can easily go back. Okay. I was not yet lost, lost love there, but I'm going to come back to you and ask for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. um, and we had our, was it just our, it was just that was our the last, last one. one. Right? We yeah. had our forgiveness. And, you know, I remember as we talked before, uh, Christina was saying like, where is that? That it's talking about, um, 
you know, that love, well, and, and just this thing of love bears all things, like, right? Love is patient, kind, it doesn't envy or boast, it's not arrogant or rude, right? It doesn't insist on its own way. And that, like, is a big thing um, for me, because mm-hmm. actually, if I get offended, or if I get, um, I, I feel like, hey, that person has definitely not treated me right. So mm-hmm. I'm feeling like, okay, like, they don't need my love. And that is exact, the exact opposite so that's the worldly way that's yes that's how we're kind of taught living in this world and then it's like oh you know what i'm just gonna let how he is (laughs) so i say he okay so there's obviously there's always an opportunity with a spouse to be able to um (laughs) to be able to think in my mind of not being loving because there's just so many situations that come up as that right but (laughs) um, but in a in a recent in a recent altercation, I, I guess I'll lightly call it, you know, there was that way I had every right to the way that, that he spoke to me to be just like, you know, he was so rude to me. Like, I'm not even going to be around him anymore. And he can, but you know where I went to. So that's normally what I like to do. Okay. I can, and maybe I don't say everything nicely too. And I think that makes me feel more, okay. I don't want to be around him because I don't want to say things that aren't nice, but right. Um, I would say this time, most recently, that I was able to, okay, something he said was not, was not very nice. And I did find that maybe like I felt that emotion, just a tinge, just a tinge of being offended. Right. And and I felt that need to defend myself. And then Mm -hmm. I just had to like, okay, stop talking, right? Like I almost like, uh, not that I did it physically, but in my mind, I'm just like, okay, just zip up the mouth, just close it, don't say anything else, right? And that is actually what he needed at that time. He didn't need yeah. me to reason, oh, well, that's not what, and it was a, you know, and from my perspective, it was a misunderstanding on what he was saying and he, he got, you know, he got offended by it and, and <laughs> very apparent. Um, and, but, but it, what, like, he he wasn't going to hear my explanation of trying to make it sound right, or at least in right. my perspective, I what what I was trying to tell him was was not you know not meant to be offended. It was just just a statement, and and it got taken the wrong way. So often I have just like okay, well I need my own way in this, and not even in a real selfish own way. Like I just want to be able to explain myself and tell. <laughs> not what he needs at that moment and so yeah. i know with him okay once he's gotten to that way like you just need to stop talking and that's actually really hard it's really hard for me <laughs> especially well, again. when i feel like i need to explain things right yeah um it's not it's not just uh that i want to talk on and on i just want to explain things and i want to try to make things right and then okay i actually make end up making things worse because i'm not actually loving him the way he needs to be loved and yeah. I think that's another thing too, where we don't, um, we can't treat people the exact same way and call that love. Um, yeah. Because, yep. because even how we, how we think, like how we treat our own selves in terms of love, yeah. like, like loving ourselves yeah. doesn't always translate to the other per to the person sitting next to you. Right. So we have to be listening to what they're trying to say first, like, and, and that comes from being patient, right? So you're gonna, you you need to hear the person come out with what they want to say first, let them, let them vocalize what they're feeling. But again, you got to keep that check in your mind that emotions are at play here. So 
whether you need to just step back, let the emotions calm down (laughs) before you respond. And again, the patience, right? And then when you look to respond, make sure your words are going to be kind, right? Because you don't want to tear down. You have, I mean, this, who thinks about this really? When you're in the heat of the moment, I got to be nice to this person, yeah. <laughs> right? So that we have to not train our minds. <laughs> I know it's not mine. Because, you know, the first thing, especially, you know, when you know you're right and you're just like, yeah. okay, ABC and <laughs> just so you know how I'm feeling. Yeah. But meanwhile, they just, they were hurt or they were offended and they and and like you were saying, it could just be a simple miscommunication. Oh. You just heard something wrong or they told it wrong and they just need to rewind a little bit and say it again. Oh. If but if we if we don't give them the chance and we, we lash out, then that's not being loving at all. And no one's going to go anywhere. The relationship is not going to be built up from that situation. And then you gotta work add it to get back to where you were so we have to be proactive in that sense because relationships take work and i tell people this all the time whether you're already married whether you know it's you and your kids or whether you're dating or whatever relationship all of them take work and even though so the uh, relationships with our extended family like it really Mm -hmm. works that well you know i i really have this this belief that no matter how distant we might be, and I feel that same way with my in-laws too, who mm-hmm. am I, my, nothing, nothing specific about any, but any of my in-laws, but sometimes you can feel a little bit more disconnected from them because you haven't been around them your whole life. Mm-hmm. But definitely with all that extended family, like it's easy to hurt one another um, for one thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially mm-hmm. those ones you've grown up with, whether it be siblings mm-hmm. or whether you're, you know, as an adult, your your mom, right? Or your mm-hmm. your dad, right? Like there's there's all those different relationships within family. And I truly believe that God has put us in these families for a reason. Yep. That doesn't mean everybody in your family needs to be a believer for you to be able to, or that they need to come to see how, you know, how, how God does work and how you know, we certainly, as believers, sure, we want everybody in our family to just know that same kind of, know that same yep. kind of love from God, yep. right? Like, that's yep. probably the biggest thing. But there's just so much freedom in, in knowing God and knowing his word and applying that to your life. Because um, it's not it's not a teaching that I've really noticed we get anywhere else. Not yes. saying that people, so certainly people can be kind and patient and all that kind of stuff. But it just seems when when we have the Holy Spirit, you can actually do all of that, all of that that's in First Corinthians, right? And you can do that with all this extended family. And it is so important that we keep those relationships. Now, sometimes we do, and that's, and that I think is a little, a little bit of love. Sometimes you do need to, to make those relationships uh, loving, but that doesn't mean you have to, maybe there's some conversations you don't talk about, for instance, or maybe yes. there's some things you don't do together, or maybe there's, right, but there's always something you can replace that with. So there's always a way to make a relationship work. I think yep. with anybody, 
But yeah. I really feel like, especially with, with family, there always needs to be that, as you say, it takes work. Every single relationship, if I just stopped calling my mother, for instance, and and then and she never called me too, and we just never talked to each other, or every time she called, I'm just like, oh, like I've got something to do. Like that relationship just, it would fizzle. Yeah, there yeah. might be still this physical because we're, we're, we're mother and daughter, like there's always going to be that that relationship but it's not going to be any relationship that's beneficial for either mm -hmm. one, right it's all actually going to feel it's going to feel like a chore because we haven't made the connection and certainly once um a fence gets in there and not that i have anything like that with my mom personally at least at this time of my life but mm -hmm. like i know i know that experience of having that with siblings with parents, right? When you do feel resentful towards them. And then even when you're together, you're not even really together or talking yeah. on the phone. Then you're just like, you're just oh, being, people like to say, calling you're just civil with one another. And yeah. that's, that's not what God intended for us. I mean, yes, we need to be civil with everyone because, because we are representatives of Christ, but so much more to go the extra mile to love one another and i think yeah it's it's so key that you said um you know just being purposeful with your relationships because it it small. means that you know you're going to you, you're going to have to put in some work but god put those people in your life for a reason and sometimes we have to step back and look, take a look at who God has put in your life and who, who's in your path and, and what it means. Because not only do you need to love them, they, they should be loving you back. And so we're supposed to be growing and, and, and developing with each other. And, you know, there's that, that scripture that says, you know, you sharpen each other. Um, like iron what's sharpens that word? Iron sharpens, sharpens iron. And, yeah, there's going to be the times when it, you know, it's rough and it's the scraping and the, the awkwardness and the, the uncomfortableness. And, but it's, you have to remember that they're there for a reason. And what are you, what are you learning from this? Are you growing from this relationship? And I remember, I remember once sharing, I don't know if I've shared it on here already, but, you know, I wanted more from, from a friendship and, I had to be honest and say, you know what? I want to grow as a person because you're in my life. And we had to really evaluate what that looked like. And, and that's okay to have those conversations. Like you can tell your friends, you can tell your family, especially your, your immediate family, because you should be close with one another to, to be able to share, like, what am I getting? Like, am I helping you grow? Or, you know what? I, I want you to help me grow from this or, or, what can, what what can i do to help you grow as a person because that's that's loving right so you you and you listen and you hear what what they need and you you observe what people need and you work towards that by loving them so maybe they need more attention or maybe they need you to give them some time or whatever that that is it we have to learn who each other, you know, who, who needs what. And I don't know if I'm explaining that properly, but <laughs> no, I, I'm totally yeah, 
And, it, you know, as you're saying that, right, I'm looking, and I'm kind of looking at some of the scriptures we pointed out to it, <laughs> but I'm looking at that First John 4, 19, right? We love because he first, he loved, first us. loved us. Yeah. And there was another scripture. Do we have it here? But no, I don't. And I, so I'm not sure where it is. I bet it's in First John somewhere, though. It's just... <laughs> But, but also the, um, so we love because he first loved us, right? Mm -hmm. And we have that, um, we have that ability to use God's love, this agape love, because we are loved in, in that way, right? And, and sometimes that verse can be taken really lightly. Like, I don't know if you felt that too, Christine, like it's just this, Verse is, you know, we love because he first loved us. Well, it's really hard to feel that love from, you know, I mean, we do talk to God, right? We, we read his word. We hear from him. Um, you can be in tune to him, but it's not the same as when you have this physical, you know, person in your life that that is showing you love, right? You can, mm-hmm. you can relate to that better. And 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 I don't I don't know that I have that completely figured out yet, but I feel like God is working me on on lots of issues of love, um, mm-hmm. and it, and it just worked perfectly. We had this coming in here because it, it just scheduled in here, you know, long before I felt God was really showing me a lot of things about love, a lot of things about love in in Scripture and just in the relationships that I have. Um, so this you know, to really understand, I can't even put it into words. And that's kind of the way with God, right? Like the, the or, or even the best stuff, like the, the most important things are really hard to put into words. You just need to feel, feel that. So I don't know if I can articulate it into words, but if you can feel that love from God that you can actually do, I was going to say, do no wrong. That's not, I, I can do wrong for sure, <laughs> but God is still going to be there, right? Like I can't, I can't, that, I think I got it here. So you can't, you can't ever do anything that is going to make God completely turn his back on you. As long as you are still seeking his righteousness. Yes. As long as you are still seeking him in different areas of your life, you can't offend God. You can't, you know, you can't make him that, oh, he's just going to be, you know, unforgiving towards you. Right. You just, you know, from all the scripture, how he shows us to, to, to act towards others that that that's a love um that he wants us to have with others and not just mm-hmm. for the benefit of us although it's so beneficial isn't it don't we feel mm-hmm. better and isn't it a better yep. life when we're loving instead of like oh gosh i feel bitter and, right? <laughs> like not that <laughs> i course. necessarily uh like vocalize it when i feel bitter but it is but it is when i'm not feeling good even with my boys and just to get in a little bit of a parenting thing here right? Like we love because he first loved us. Like how can we love our, our kids in that way so that we're disciplining them as they need to be done? Cause that's actually a big sign of love as a parent and mm-hmm. disciplining your children. Um, and, and, you know, just raising them up in the way they should go. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, how, how can we, as most parents know, our kids seem to learn best by what we do how we do it yeah we yeah not what we tell them they should be doing but we just seem to have a hard time with that so more so like I love to have conversations with my kids on some of these topics but more so I am just trying to act better myself Mm -hmm. and and in that way so in that way that I am in relationship with them 
um, and being forgiving of how they act and trying not to yell when they are acting in really inappropriate ways. Because I don't know if that actually says it somewhere. Love does not yell, but I think it is. <laughs> it might be in some version. I, it's, love does um, not yeah, it must be some version, but for <laughs> sure it's not, love is not, um, oh goodness. I'm not going to remember it now either. Something about the harshness of words. Like it, yeah. it's, uh, it's a, I think it's in Proverbs. Sounds like a Proverbs type of thing. And I know but, that. you know, you're not going to get anywhere with the harsh words because they fall on death, they, you know, and to protect yourself, you always, you know, you, you tend to cover your ears because you don't want to hear the harsh mm -hmm. things. And so then nobody's listening. So it's better to say things in, with kindness and in love because we're not, and, and the Bible talks about that too, even in the terms of disciplining, like when you're, when, when, you know, a brother has sinned um, and this is like even just church brother too, you go in love, you speak to him in love and tell him, you know what, yeah, I think you're going the wrong way here, or I think you did something wrong here, but like, you don't leave them to, to you know, you're not just shaking your finger at them. Let's help you. Let's help you do this together. And I, you know, I just had this conversation with my, one of my sons, like, we got to do this together. Like we, we chose to homeschool. Um, we chose this life so that we could be a family. So that means we do everything together. We, we, we eat together. We work together. We learn together. You know, we're going to laugh together. We're going to cry together. We, but we we're here to support each other um, with that love that God has graciously given to us. And so that's why we love because he first loved us. And that's, that's where that title comes from. Like love, just do it because we, we we're already loved and we have to remember that, that, you know, we have God's love. So we can't, we, we, we don't, um, What's the word? We don't have the privilege of saying, well, I'm not going to love other people. Like that's not, that's not my job. Oh no. It's, it's, it's all of us. We all have that responsibility to love one another, especially if we've made the choice to follow Christ and to be like Jesus. Like we, we have no excuse. <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> and that love has got to be again, like that benefit for others. I like that point you gave up because I think that's in a parenting role as well as a spouse role. I think the or or how we really treat anybody that we happen to live with, mm -hmm. right? You need to be able to say, bring up topics lightly and lovingly, right? Mm -hmm. When you see they're going in the wrong direction. Yep. And especially as, you know, as a parent, you know, I can come in a whole lot of ways, but even mm -hmm. as a spouse, like we need to be, we need to be there for each other to be able to say, you know what, I know you love God and I know you want to follow how what Jesus is teaching is through his word and what you did or what you said was not not <laughs> no like, just and sometimes the way of speaking and the way of being it's a habit, like a bad habit that we pick up from being in this world. <laughs> like it's it's not that we want to treat other other people like and, and, and say mean things. And sometimes we don't even realize it at the time that, you know what, what you kind of spoke there to, to somebody else, right, was definitely not for the benefit of them. That was not yeah. showing love, right? And you, know, you need to, 
as a as a wonderful song that I love to love to listen to. I love to just meditate on that on on the words that we that we want to see. So let them see Jesus in me, right? Mm-hmm. Let them see you and me as far as a prayer to God. Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, I often pray, pray that now, a little bit from the lyrics of that song, but it is very much my desire. Let people see Jesus in me. It's the only place that where people are seeing Jesus right now. I mean, I'm happy for his coming. And I don't know if it's going to, if it's going to happen when I'm alive. So people see Jesus at some point, but I want right now, what our what our job is right as followers of christ our job is to show jesus in what we say and do and that's like just a uh something i'm really trying to focus in on in my parenting role like you want people to see jesus in what you say and Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's not easy to do that and it doesn't even have to be about emotions too, because sometimes we are really not, you know, we may not even be feeling any of these negative emotions that definitely bring out some of that very ungodly behavior. But sometimes we're just, you know, we, we listen to things, watch movies, we, you know, there there's things we pick up from other people that mm-hmm. just say these things that are like, that that's not loving. <laughs> Uh-huh. And, and we don't even realize that. So we need people and we need to find ways within our family unit, right? Within even people that are close to us, friendships too. It doesn't have to be just about family. But where we can find that way to lovingly share things. And then, hey, if they're not going to receive that, at least you said it. And then you drop the topic, right? Like if they're not, yeah. if they're, if they get offended by that, then you know, okay, well, it's time to, like, I, I did kind of want to, you know, try to help you with this issue but um and not that you would say that out loud i think but somebody's here <laughs> yeah don't don't say that in my out. own head i would be like okay so i want to help you with this issue but this is not helping you right now i see so right i gotta change i gotta change the subject and just turn yeah. on to something to something that that is either neutral or completely positive because people that we know um especially people that we know you can always find a topic that we already know we agree on and that we can talk on well, right? So we always want to, like, that's just a little technique that we can even show our kids, right? If you're finding, and and especially with with brothers, because both you (laughs) and me both have two boys at home. Yeah. So we've got that sibling rivalry. One minute, they love each other. They're doing Mm -hmm. things, playing with each other, having fun with each other. And then it just takes about a matter of five <laughs> seconds for that yep. attitude to turn. And then they are trying to kill each other. At least that's yep. what the words World are. War Three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know it's that happened true. in the Bible. Brothers did kill each other, but. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that that's really what's happening. There. Might be letting emotion get in there a little bit. And that's good <laughs> for us. Like for me, that's what I'm really working on. How can I calmly say these things? Because. Again, when I hear that that strife in my household, like it it triggers that irritability. It does. Right? It does. That it I, does. I just get irritated and, and then I my mind's not thinking properly, right? It's not yeah. it's kind of like the barrier to 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 God. Like, and you know, like I just even with dealing with all of this, I just I was thinking, like, you know, it's okay to one ask God to help you 
in these situations, like daily. Like there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, I need a fresh dose of patience today. Help me show your love to those around me. And, and then too, you can also pray for God to surround you with people who will help you lovingly, you know, grow in this, in this area of loving others. So, you know, someone who will come and be that confidant or accountable partner that will help you for one pray and then have the courage to say to you in love you know what you could really work on this and let me help you do it because god god will god will help help you say and maybe he'll open your eyes to see that he's already placed that person and you've been like i don't want to talk to that person because they're trying to be honest with me but ah guess what First Corinthians 13 says, but rejoices with the truth, right? So, you know, just ask God to open your eyes to what's around you and, and you know, just let him help you through that because he will. He wants, like I think I said this in the last one with the help of, with forgiveness, like all of these things are so important to who we are as followers of Christ because, yeah, we are representing Jesus and believe you me, the world is constantly watching Christians and how they act. Because I, I know when I was growing up, there was that that hymn that said, you know, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Yep. <laughs> you know, but like, oh. it's so true. And people are watching and, oh, that wasn't very loving. I thought they were Christian, right? And that's that's all it takes. One slip up. And then people drop that whole general sweeping fallacy that, oh, well, all Christians, they're, they're all like this. Christians aren't nice people. They say all these things just because you said you made a mistake. And not to say that we're never going to make mistakes. Uh-huh. It's not that but, we're perfect, right? Uh, we're still- but again, even if they see us mess up, if we follow up with that and say, you know what? That was wrong of me. And let me, sh- let me now show you <laughs> the right way to do this. And so then, then we're maintaining it properly, right? So I it's all about how. One little thing I, I did, and a little bit intentionally, but I, you know, wearing a cross, cross around my neck, right? They're mm-hmm. important to me just to a lot more for my own benefit. I've got that close to me, close, mm-hmm. close to my heart. Close to your heart. Who I am, right? But I also like to show that. To people in general um specifically though i had this real little cross it was probably about a half an inch in size and and i liked it and anyway i i need to get a new one the cross was i don't know it's somehow it broke um but so i was looking for a new one so i was just kind of searching online for it and i so i found this cross and this cross is about like two i don't know it must be like two inches like it's really big it's really noticeable <laughs> Okay. And it was definitely a lot bigger than what I thought was what I wanted to wear, right? Even just to wear something around my neck. But you know what I find with that now? It's it's not so much, you know, it's it's noticeable. So whatever, especially to to let my brothers and sisters in Christ know, hey, like I am a believer. Um, yeah. uh, but But more so for me, I have this really, it makes me actually be more accountable because I have this real noticeable thing right 
underneath my head, right? Right where yeah. everybody can see it that is saying that I am a Christian. So it, it, mm-hmm. it has, it has saved me. And, and again, I'm not perfect. I haven't acted right all the time, but mm-hmm. it has really made me be more loving, especially just out in general in public, right? When there might be, you know, it, it, that, that love is even so important. Like the cashier at the grocery store and the person helping you in the hardware store, right? Or yep. that, that you're walking down the street and just giving the smile, like just something as simply as a, as a smile to somebody, a little, a little wave, right? Is, is that to me is showing Jesus, right? I just feel like that's what Jesus would be doing. He'd be, he'd be walking down those roads, somebody <laughs> like he's definitely going to be smiling and, and probably waving, right? Like it just in his life, that's what he would do. He would find these opportunities to connect with people and people feel that, right? Other mm-hmm. people will feel that. And, and it also, it still makes me accountable in my own family, right? Yeah. To be, to be, okay, I really want to show them Jesus. Yep. Um, I really want to show them that love that, that God has for them, right? And he has that love and I can show them through me, through my actions, through my words. Um, and so I can do that with the ones closest to me, even for like distant family, right? The ones that I talk to just occasionally and right. It really, it really works well in all situations. And as a parenting kind of thing, um, it's, it's good to be able to show, show your kids that like, and I don't mean just showing them love. That's a for sure. Right. Kind of talked about that, but show your kids about how they can be more accountable in loving others and giving those smiles and giving that just those little, just those little things of of love that actually really makes a difference in, in others' lives. I like this Galatians nine, six, nine, right. Where it, where it tells us to uh, let us not become weary of doing good or at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And, Oh, there's like so much of a harvest to reap when you're following Jesus in this life, as well as the eternal life. But you know, the eternal life is, is wonderful. I like that, that part of salvation, but let's be honest. We're all a little bit more concerned with what we're doing today Mm -hmm. or what we might be doing next week or what we did last week. Right. Like this, this life that we're living right now is so important. And, And that harvest uh, I, be- I believe anyway that, that that verse is telling us that harvest that we will reap in the life we have now, right? What God will do, what just what God's goodness looks like poured down on, on us. And I mm-hmm. and I have definitely experienced that in a lot of different ways. And I'm not, again, I'm not perfect, but when I feel, oh, I just want to blow up at this person, or I don't necessarily feel like I want, like purposely want to blow up at the person, right? <laughs> but I feel offended. Right. Yeah. Or I feel like, gosh, like they deserve to hear, you know, what I have to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just that, I mean, there's so many different ways I can do that. Like, no, that's not how I want to be anymore. Right. I, mm-hmm. I follow Jesus now. And what would Jesus do? And we've got lots of examples in the Bible to just, mm-hmm. to just read through the gospels. Right. And that's what he has commanded us to do. If we're followers of Jesus, if we're believing in him, his one single commandment, right go and spread the gospel and make disciples of people in every nations, right? To the Mm -hmm. ends of the earth, right? And that's what we're supposed to do. And we will grow weary if we are not depending on him. Yeah, definitely will. I know I have, and that's probably the biggest times when I've acted like a fool. Mm -hmm. Like I, Mm -hmm. you know, but 
I, I just tried uh, so Galatians 6, 9. What a good verse to meditate on when we're at home, when we're in public. I'm not going to grow weary of doing good, even though it seems like the good I'm doing isn't affecting anybody. Because I've mm-hmm. had that things like, gosh, it feels like everything that I'm doing to 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 show this this love to other people are not is not causing any. I'm not making any traction here, right? And it can feel mm-hmm. discouraging, whether it's with yeah. your kids or with your spouse or with your friendships or with any other family member, right? You feel like there's and I've heard testimony of people dealing with that for years and years, mm. but they just continue to stick at it. So in specific relationships, right? Stick at it. If you are if you are having trouble connecting with somebody um, and they are just not being very nice with you, well, just stick at it. Do not do, grow weary of doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and because... Like right after that is First Peter. You go. What were you gonna say, Christine? Oh no, I mean because the heart, like that's what it's talking about. The harvest, like it, the the benefits of that hard work, and I and yeah. I do believe that God gives us glimpses, um, obviously of what's to come in, in when we get to heaven, but even here on earth, He does grant us those moments of just seeing the the benefit of all that hard work that you put into it because he knows he knows that it's hard for us to do that because we're not perfect and so i think i think he does allow us those opportunities and and those moments to experience that 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 joy and the peace that comes from those wonderful relationships that you've worked in yeah above all Mm -hmm. keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins don't mm-hmm. we often like that word sins? I just, I feel like I always want to bring that up. If, if somebody doesn't know that that's listening right now about <laughs> sins, sins is not uh, this evil word that, oh, you're such a sinful person, right? As if it's some negative thing. It's just actually talking about your human nature. And yeah. It's kind of the way it's, it, I should say it's kind of, it's, it is, it's the way God made us. We can see that in the Bible, right? This sin just means you're missing the mark. You're missing you're missing the mark. And that's actually, a, 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 I think, from the Hebrew word and some kind of definition of it. It actually, the word sin means, that's what it means, to miss the mark. So you're missing on how God has actually created you to be. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're a horrible person and you're sinful. No, it just means more or less you could just say, you know, love covers a multitude of wrongs or wrong screw ups, screw ups, <laughs> yeah, or a multitude <laughs> of mistakes, or right, like it could say all those things. Um, mm-hmm. so don't think that sin is some, um, you know, we we all sin, mm-hmm. all do things wrong because we're given these emotions, and sometimes I'm like, I, I've actually just prayed this, and it hasn't been a real serious prayer, I guess. I don't like, think because I don't think God's going to do this for me. But I'm just like, God, I know that you gave us these emotions for some reason, but you know what? I'm not using them properly. Like, just take <laughs> them away. Like, I just don't want to feel the emotion over some situation. Over, yeah, right, yeah. What I can't. That's an honest it. prayer. <laughs> so really, I guess how God answers that prayer is just, it's just showing me that I can control it. I He has given us a spirit of uh, love self-control and mm-hmm. I should have started from the beginning God, God has not given us, given us a spirit of timidity but a spirit of love power and self-control or self-discipline in some versions yeah. says too right? I think that's an 
first Timothy or second Timothy somewhere. Um, but it, you know, he's given, he's actually given us uh, the ability to do this. And um, we just need to stick at it. Right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? It's not by your that's own. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's why I said, just if you're struggling with this area, just ask God to help you. And he will. Mm-hmm. He will. Yeah. Love, just do it. It's so, you know, not to make it too simplistic, but it is like to start focusing on, oh, I'm just going to love. I'm just going to love. Right? Mm-hmm. I think if we repeat that enough in all the different situations, then it actually does become becomes the habit. So now I'm not going to get emotional. Now I'm not going to feel <laughs> negative emotions and then let that control my talk. No, okay, I can still feel the emotions, but then I'm going to like switch that around because that's my habit now. I'm going to switch that around and, oh, well, whatever. Those are just emotions, right? What actually this moment needs is me to say say something more positive or to not say anything at all sometimes. That's kind of sometimes the best way to be loving. Well, that was a full discussion on love so just do it (laughs) it did and it's so great to talk about these things because you know the more we talk about it the more we um we look at the the word of god to strengthen us on these characteristics like the more the more we can do it and we keep each other like i know for steph and i we're keeping each other accountable on the on these by just doing this and so we hope that you know this is doing the same for you and you you've got your your prayer partners alongside you and you know have these discussions with your with your family and uh and your friends and and put it into practice let's work on it together because i mean you don't have to do this by yourself because we live we're we're supposed to live in community with one another so um hey if you want to continue the conversation just go to firingupfaithandfamily.net And uh, we'll have all our notes on there if you wanted to catch any of the scriptures that we mentioned. Um, And definitely drop us a question or a comment. We'd love to to continue the the chat with you. And just stay tuned for more uh, coming up. We've got a few more characteristics that uh, are lined up for for Steph and I to chat with you about and uh, just want to say thanks for joining us today and don't forget to subscribe